Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Oh, yes, Lord. There's an overflow here in this place. It's a new season. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we give you praise this morning. We give you all the praises. So just wave your hands to Jesus to the left and to the right and just give him glory. He deserves it this morning. And just thank him and just think back of his goodness and of his faithfulness to you. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all is done for me, my very soul will shout hallelujah. Praise God for saving me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory be to your name. Oh, my Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Please take your seat in God's presence this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said to anybody, say neighbor. Say neighbor. I came to announce to you this morning that it's your season for the overflow. Say neighbor, take this from me as a prophecy that God is set to do great things in your life and how will be part of the great things that God will do in your life in the name of Jesus. Say, neighbor, I prophesy that it's a new season for you. Say, neighbor, I decree and declare that the Lord is enlarging your coast. The Lord is increasing your greatness. The Lord is comforting you on every side. The Lord is doing great things in your life. The Lord is causing you to rejoice. The Lord is causing you to experience good measure. Press down, shaking together, abundance, increase. Say, neighbor, it's your season for its testimony. everybody. I said I'm not on that. Say, neighbor. It's your season for a testimony. Say, neighbor, it's your season for a breakthrough. Say, neighbor, I sense in my spirit that God is about to take it to a new level. Say, neighbor, shout overflow. Shout, it's my season. It's my time. Leave your seat and go to seven people and tell them, it's my season for the overflow. It's my season for a breakthrough. It's my season for a miracle. It's my season for a testimony. Oh, yes, Lord. We be made joy for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I came to announce you this morning that it's your time to rejoice. It's your time to celebrate when the Lord turned again. The captivity of Zion were like them that dreamt. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue was singing. I came to announce you that weeping may have endured for a night, but joy comes in the morning. The Bible says that Joseph was bound in chain until the time that his word came. I came to announce you this morning. Your word has come. Your word has come. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says I will overturn it and overturn and overturn whose right is it and I will give it to him. I decree and declare this morning, it's your time, it's your season. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says the Lord will arise and have mercy upon Zion for it is time to favor her. Yes, the set time is not tomorrow. The set time is not next year. The set time is not next month. The set time is now. Are you rejoicing right now? Like God has a miracle with your name on it. Are you rejoicing right now? Like God has a testimony with your address on it. Can you lift up a shout and celebrate God with every fiber of your
shall be that. Let everything that has bread praise the Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. The psalmist said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall always be in my mouth. I will say of the Lord, is my help, the glory. He is the glory. And the one who lifts my head, the Bible says, promotion does not come from the north, from the south, from the east or the west. But God is the judge of all. Is the one that lifts up and sets up the other. I came to announce you, child of God, it's your time for a lifting. Can you rejoice in the Lord? Shout overflow! Shout overflow! Go to five people and tell them it's my season. I won't take no for an answer. It's my time for a miracle. It's my time for a testimony. The devil is a liar. I'm taking all that belongs to me. The Bible says upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possession in this season, in this time. I'm possessing my possession. Oh, what an anointing here this morning. Yes, Lord Jesus. Lift your two hands to him and worship him. Oh, Kado Sarabahayam. Kerada Balaba Kada Bahalanosa. Kurada Gianana Makodi Adabaya. Yele Broko Shikala. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. There's a miracle in this room with your name on it. There's a breakthrough in this room. With your name on it. Hey, there's a miracle in this house. With your name on it. Will you put your praise on it? Hey, Oh, yes. What an anointing here this morning. There's a breakthrough in this room. With my name on it. Yes, Lord. There's a breakthrough in this room, and it's here for me. So I'm gonna put a praise on it. Come on, rejoice in the Lord your God. I'm gonna put a praise on it. I'm gonna put a praise on it. I'm gonna put a praise on it. right now, I see people held bound with chains. Just like Paul and Silas were held bound with chains and fetters. But the Bible says at midnight, they sang praise to God. And suddenly, oh there's a God of suddenly here this morning and suddenly, God showed up like an earthquake. Oh, can you rejoice? There's a breakthrough in this house with your name on it. There's a miracle in this month 
with your name on it. There's a testimony in this month with your name on it. There's an answer to prayer in this month with your name on it. There's a breakthrough in this month with your name on it. There's a favor in this week with your name on it. So what are you going to do, saying? Put a praise up. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, Lord. Can you rejoice? Show some. here this morning let me just read very fast God is said to do amazing things here in this service I feel it right now it's so strong hallelujah second Kings chapter 4 second Kings chapter 4 from verse 1 to verse 7 the wife of a man from the company of the prophet cried out to Elisha your servant my husband is dead and you know that he revered the Lord but now his creditor is coming to take away my two boys as his slaves. Verse 2, Elisha replied to her, How can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Verse 3, Elisha said, Go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside. Say, then go inside. I can't say. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars as each is filled. Put it to one side. She left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. They brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. She kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son. Bring me another one. But he replied, there's not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you would anoint your word in the name of Jesus. Let the entrance of your word give light and give understanding to our hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus, man, just say, say loud, amen. I just for you title this morning, Activating the Overflow, part two. Last two weeks, I began, you know, to talk about the overflow and how that God wants us to have and live a life in the overflow. Overflow, I said, means abundance. It means surplus. It means overspill. And we, we, we agreed that based on God's word that God wants you and I to live in life in the overflow. John 10, 10, the Baptist, the thief comes not to steal, kill, or destroy, but I am come that you may have life and have the life more abundantly or in an overflowing measure. So we see from the word of God that God wants you and I to live a life of more than enough. He wants us to move beyond not enough. He wants to move, you know, from... Just enough wants to take us to the level where you and I begin to experience the overflow dimension of God's place. And somebody say amen to that. Glory to God. And each time I read the story that we read this morning, I find it very pathetic. Because how can a man of God who loves God, who literally served God on his life. This man, the Bible recalls that this man was a prophet of God. He was a man of God. He was so connected that he was friends to Elisha. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Just like I'm a if you're a friend to Bishop Boye Depo, you are connected. If you're a friend to that, they are Deboye. So they were almost like in the same category. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? But the Bible says this man died broke. This man died 
without experiencing the full measure, the full dimension of the plan of God for his life, which is the mention of the overflow. The man died and all he handed over to his wife and children was dead. The Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. So this man literally was living contrary to the plan and the purpose of God for his life. If I said to myself, even if you will not leave anything, it's okay. But don't leave debt. Are you here this morning? And sometimes, this is one of the things a lot of believers fail to understand. Your service and commitment to God alone is not what guarantees a life in the overflow. A lot of Christians, they miss this point. So they think that if I can serve God, yes, we say it in church, serve the Lord your God, you'll be established, you know, and all that, you know, pleasures when you serve God, it's great to serve God. But you see, there's a dimension of God you will not step into until you understand and key into some certain principles of God. So this man, even though he was anointed, he was a prayer warrior, every in church he was there. And this man was still experiencing lack and not enough and insufficient in his life. Glory to God. God has placed the overflow in your life, but it needs to be activated. The Bible says, blessed be the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will bless us, who has blessed us. He has blessed us. Pastors, he's not going to bless us. In fact, if you are praying that God should bless you, you are praying a wrong prayer. Because God says, I've blessed you. So, you are not going to be more blessed than you have been blessed by God. Oh, you are not hearing what I'm saying this morning. He has blessed you. It's a done deal. There's no new blessing that God will introduce into your life other than the one he has blessed you. He has blessed you 2,000 years ago when they hung him high and stretched him wide on the cross. He took away your sins, glory to God. And not just that, he gave you a life in the overflow. Glory be to God. So God has blessed us. The Bible says it is the glory of God to conceal a matter. It is the honor of kings to search out the matter. Glory to God. So you have to activate that overflow in your life. You know, I find it very interesting that a lot of people believe that, you know, once I can serve God, I'm good, I'm blessed. No. Some prayer warriors are worried. Glory to God. It's not just, and that's why the Bible says, the children of this world, sometimes, they can be in their home, they can be wiser than the children of God. Because they understand how certain things work. Glory to God. Say glory to God. How do I activate the overflow? Number one, don't commonize what you have. I'm not going to overflow this. I've said this last two weeks. Don't commonize what you have. What do you have in your house? Ah, what I have is just a, a jar of oil. Oh, I have nothing. I'm not gifted. I'm not talented. In fact, I'm so disadvantaged in life. The, I, I, I was brought up in uh, Ajegule. I grew up in Mushi. Then I went to uh, Onikpan High School. Then from there, I, I'm even from Erunwa. I don't know anybody. I'm not connected. I don't have any certificates. I don't have any degree. But there is something that God has placed on your inside. You are not empty. Say, everybody say I'm not empty. There's a grace on your inside. Don't commonize what you have. Number two, be kind to people. And build quality relationships. The prophet said to her, I'm laying foundation, glory to God. The man of God said to her, go and borrow vessels. Go and borrow vessels, glory to God. In fact, the man of God was so specific about the instruction. Hear what he said? He said, Elijah said, go around and ask all your neighbors. So he didn't just say to her, go and get vessels. He was specific about the people you should go and ask for the vessel. I'm very, very certain that if there's some other people, they'll say, ah, prophet, I need to go to VI. I don't talk to anyone around here. I don't have any friend around here. 
people here are not in my class, so I don't talk to any of them. So all my friends are in VI. So can you please spare me three hours? Let me quickly go and, you know, talk to them. So before, I'm, I mean, I'm going to get Uber and come back, you know, before, I, I mean, I'll, I'll come with the vessels. So the man of God was so specific. Are you in church this morning? Was so specific about who she needed to go and ask for those verses. Say, go to all your neighbors, glory to God, and ask for the verses. You need to understand that there is nothing that God would do in your life outside of those he has placed around you. But you see, we have to be very intentional and kind. The Bible teaches kindness. It says, be kind-hearted one towards another. It says, love all men. Respect all men. Honor all men. In the book of First Peter. So you honor people. You respect people. You care for people genuinely from your heart. God said to David, pursue, overtake, and recover all. And all he needed to do was just to be kind to a stranger. That was the key. 1 Samuel 30 verse 6. That was all he needed to do. Glory to God. Are you in church this morning? Thank you, Jesus. So he said to her, go and ask your neighbors. God has placed people around you. Do you value people? Now, you know, I, I, can, I can tell you deep things. I can tell you deep things. I'm telling you, I have concordance. I can tell you, I can, I can teach you in a way that even when, when I'm done, even you'll be confused. So people are, are so deep that they get stuck. You understand what I'm saying? But you see, these are, these are the things that Jesus taught. Be kind one to another. Glory to God. And that's how Sometimes the overflow is, is going to be activated in your life. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. In Mark chapter 5, there was a man who was on the same spot for 30 and 8 years because he had no man to help him, to carry him. And he was on that spot until somebody came to help him into the water. Praise God. I'm going to my focus right now for this morning. The next one is my major emphasis. Just two emphasis this morning. I'm going to the communion and the breakthrough service proper. Praise God. Focus in the secret place and avoid distractions. I'm going to drive this home shortly. Focus in the secret place and avoid distractions. Elijah said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Shut the door behind you and your sons. Now let me say this to you for free. Your real strength lies in your connection with God. Your real strength lies in your connection with God. When we ask people, you know, to, to pray, to read the word, you know, they think you are trying to make them overly spiritual. But they, didn't, they don't understand, right, that their overflow lies in that secret place. That place of focus. The secret of Christianity is Christianity in secret. So a lot of people fail to, to understand this. You focus on the word. You focus on the word. When you come to church like this, the word is being taught. It's a time to receive from God. When you come to church, church is not a place to socialize. 
Church is a place of encounter with God. Where you come and have an encounter with God. The Bible says we have not come to a temple that is made with hands. Yes, we have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. To the innumerable company of angels. To the assembly of the firstborn. That's what we come to do when we come to church. We come to have an encounter with God. We are not in church to take selfies. That is just one of the things that we do in church. But you see, we are here for real business. We are here to have an encounter with God. We are here to meet with Jesus. Glory be to God. And you and I must understand that. The Bible says, the man of God said to them, go into your house and shut the door. There are some dimensions of God you will never see in your life until you shut out from every distraction. Shut the door. A lot of people get distracted from what they are trying to achieve or from what God is trying to do in their life such that they sabotage the process. In Mark chapter 5, the woman with the issue of blood got a miracle and testimony because she was focused on Jesus. The Bible says she said within herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. And this was what she set her mind to do. And she got a miracle glory to God. Now, what interests me in that story was that a lot of people were trying Jesus. I mean, imagine about maybe 1,000 people trying to get your attention. Because Jesus was a celebrity. Praise God. So wherever he was, there were people thronging him. Trying to, I mean, there are people, I'm very, very sure, that there are people, right, in that same gathering that all they wanted to have with Jesus was to take a selfie with him. And snap, hello, Jesus. Just say, and post it on his side. Say, doings with my Lord and Savior. That's what they want to do. That's all they want to achieve. That's all they are after. That's why they are looking for Jesus. Not everyone who comes to church came to see Jesus. Ah, you didn't hear what I'm saying. People come to church for different reasons. Glory to God. I just hope you came to have a, a real encounter with God. <laughs> there are people that all they want to do is just be found around Jesus. To admire his shoes. Glory to God. To, to admire his looks. Oh, Jesus, I love your hair. That's all they are after. My spiritual father will be here next, next week, Sunday. And, you know, if you, if you walk with him, right, you may walk with him for several years and your life may not be changed. You know why? He's just like me. He's very, very simple. Very approachable. Extremely up to a fault. Most of you here, you have my contact. Hey, hello, pastor. Hello. That's the way that's the way I was raised. But you see, there are some people around him. All they have to ah rev nice jacket. Ah, oh, rev nice shoes. Ah, rev, ah man. Look at rev. Ah. That's what they are after. But there are people may not get too familiar with God's grace. I say this every time. When you get too familiar, sometimes you may have familiar spirits. <laughs> yes. The woman was not interested about all the drama, all the paparazzi. No. She came for real business. She said, me, I, I just want to touch the hem of his garment. Jesus knew. Ah, Jesus said, you know, his Bible said to him, he said, he said, who touched me? He said, master, we are in a public space. People are touching you. He said, Peter, Peter, I said, there is a, there is a touch, it's a virtue. See, this is not an ordinary touch. This is not a selfie touch. No. This is, see, when you come to church, there's, there's, one, there's one slang, I like it, say, molale. Like, you have to come and say, God, I would not let you go until you bless me. I say, I'm not here for pastor. 
irrespective of, of who is preaching. Pierre was saying that on Sunday. You are, you are there saying, Lord, I know that only you can give me that miracle. I hold on to that word. All the days of my appointed time, I will wait until my change comes. I will hold on, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of my faith. They looked unto him, they were lighting, and their faces were not ashamed. You hold on to say, God, I won't let you go until you bless me. That's where Jabez found himself. I said, I'm not going to take no for an answer. I need you to give me the miracle now. May you not just be a church choir. The lot of people, you know, those that know me know that I don't really attend programs. It means ask conference here and there. No, I don't. And it's deliberate, at least for this season of my life, it's deliberate. But you see, if I find myself in one, You've been with me, Jerry, I mean, different people. It's a, a matter of destiny. We die here. I will collect all I can collect. I will collect. I hear what I'm saying. But there are people who come to church who just come, oh, let's go to church. No! If I can just touch the head, Jesus knew that this touch is not a regular touch. This is a torch that is desperate for a change. Desperate for a miracle glory to God. And that's why you can be around church and your life still remains the same. Because some people are too familiar with God. Glory to God. A lot of people were touching Jesus. But there was a torch that was different. It was a different torch because... It was a focused touch aimed at receiving a miracle. Let today be the last time you will play church in your life. Yeah. There are people the excitement is great. I was glad when they said to me, yes, it's great. But you see, it's beyond the excitement. It's the, the, the entrance of your word. You, you, you didn't hear that. You didn't say the hearing. Oh, you didn't hear it. See, when God's word penetrates into your heart, there has to be a change. It says, with open face, Beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. We are being changed. 2 Corinthians 3 We are being metamorphosed. We are being changed into the same image. It doesn't stop there. From glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of God. When you come, real church is where change happens. You cannot be in church. For five years, for three years, and your test board for sin does not change. Guys, you've been playing church. You've been in church for two years. The same song we knew you with when you got born again. See the same song you're listening to. You're, you're playing church. Oh yeah. Every time that's what you're doing. You're playing church. Talk to me, guys. These are hard roots. We have mixed everything up. But you see, real change comes when you embrace encounter in God's presence. Not just serving in a ministry. You can serve in a ministry and still go to hell. In church. Yeah. Can you embrace change? Real change that transforms your life. That changes you from glory to glory. The Spirit of God has the capacity to change your life. But will you allow him to change you? To produce that real change on your inside. Glory to God. If I can just touch the helm of his garments, I will be made whole. Some of you may think that, oh, I've been coming to church. What has happened? What has happened? I've been coming, I've been coming. He said, be coming. 
been serving, received the word, I've been coming. What has happened? Let me tell you what, something is happening. There was a friend of mine that was cracking a joke some time ago. I was sitting here, right? He says, This one tells you that, like, a year on it, for example. He says, If they tell you today, you don't say anything, I will stand. The next day, say, A year on it, a year will stand. The next time, you say, A year on it, it will See, something is happening to you. The Bible says, When the cloud is full, when you're, the reason you've not seen, Manifestation is because the cloud is not full yet. Keep coming. Keep, keep amassing it. One time will come, you will eat the gusher. There will be a miracle. There's a testimony. And you will say, wow, see what the Lord has. People will think, oh, my God, but you don't know that you, you've been with the Lord. You've been soaking in God's presence. His glory is revealed. And it's time for a manifestation. And I came to announce you the clouds over your life have been gathering. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus, it's about to rain on you. The rain of blessing. The rain of breakthrough. The rain of testimony. The rain of abundance. The rain of overflow. If I'm preaching about you, shout yes. This morning. Something is happening to you. <laughs> Something is happening to you. Something happened. And now I know it touched me. See, you cannot come to church and not be touched. Well, you shouldn't come to church and not be touched. You can come to church and not be touched. Because what you're looking for is what you get. There are people that when they go to a church, all they are looking for is contracts. There are people that go to church because of fine girls. I've been there before. But you can come as you have, but don't stay as you came. Yeah. Whatever can bring you to church. I've gone to a church because of food before. But I ended up a preacher. Amen. Because real change happens when you yield your heart to God. And that's the beginning of the overflow in your life. Glory to God. Can I get that amen there? Thank you, Jesus. Ah, there's a lot to say, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, if you look at this story, you realize that the testimony started from an instruction that the man of God gave. You see, men of God are agents of God to push you into your overflow. Now, I'm not saying this so you can idolize your pastor, your man of God, but you need to understand that when God assigns a man of God over your life, except you don't believe in the grace of that man of God, everything the man of God enjoys must flow from the head to you. Just how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to be together in unity. It's like the prince of God that flows from the head of Heron to his beards, to his beards, even to his skirts. For there the Lord commanded the blessing even forevermore. For there in that place, God commands the blessing. There's an impartation of God that is released upon your life when you sit down under the ministry of a man of God. The Bible says those that are, that are planted in the house of God, they shall flourish in the court of our God. Overflow happens in the court of God. When you're serving in the house of God, something is happening to you. There's a change that is happening to you. Glory to God. There are several testimonies that have been shared in this house. I said, oh, pastor said, pastor was praying. I don't make up those things. They are words that are released 
by the grace of God and those words, they have the power to change your life. Jesus said in John 63, here's the words that I speak to you. They are not ordinary words. They are spirits and they are life. Paul said, I did not come to you with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of spirit and power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. 1 Corinthians 2, 4. You need to understand that when we come to church, when words are released over you, they are not empty words. They are words backed up with power. They are words backed up with the efficacy of the gospel of Jesus. Glory to God. You understand that? So just one word released has the capacity to change your life. The Bible says he sent his word and his word healed them and delivered them from all their destruction. Just one word can change your life forever. Just one word. And you need to understand this. As you come to the house of God, you're ready to embrace the words that are spoken over your life and say, I believe the man of God. First Corinthians, Corinthians 20 says, believe the Lord your God. You shall be established. Believe his prophets. So shall you prosper. There's a word of God that God has placed in the mouth of your servants, of his servants. Glory be to God. And you understand that. Guys, I'm a product of words. I'm telling you. I will never forget. Last year, we took a seed went to my spiritual father talking about him deliberately today went to him and sowed a seed and he prayed and he said he said he said he said your fame is going to go abroad he said when they are mentioning names of people who are successful in ministry and in business your name will be mentioned those are deep words and I I held on to those words. I'm still holding on to those words. And those words are my meditation. Every day, every day, when I see the manifestation of those things, I hold on to that. I say, Lord, I thank you for this, Lord. But I know you still have more in store. Glory to God. Because what you said is still in the process of fulfillment. Glory to God. We can, we've seen the finger, but we know that the hand of God is still in the corner. So you understand. Never joke with the world spoken over you. Never joke with it. On our work first, we send prayers. And people have shared testimonies of just, from just those messages. Oh, this way could be. You know, you can hold on to that word. And latch on to that word with faith in your heart. And say, Lord, this is going to produce results. Those who, whose, whose prophets come to manifestation are those who war a good warfare with it. First Timothy 1.18 says, war a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone ahead of you. First Timothy 1.18. You understand that? That prophecies carry you. You can activate those prophecies in your life by latching on to those words. You war a good warfare with those words. It's your season of overflow. You hold on to it and say, Lord, this overflow will find expression in my life. I may not see wind. I may not see rain, but I know that you have said it. You are not a man that you should lie. I believe your word. I refuse to look at the things that are seen. I hold on to the things that are intangible because the things that are intangible have the capacity to produce the tangible ones. So you are not looking at the things that are seen. The things that are seen are subject to change. You hold on to God's word. The Bible says, let the weak say I am strong. Paul said, we are, we are considered as poor, yet we are making many rich. You understand that? I'm saying somebody here, before the end of this year, you will see the hand of God revealed mightily in your life in the name of Jesus. 
Great things are spoken of you. Glorious things are spoken of you. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said it in the workers meeting this morning. I'm saying it again. Before the end of this year, end of this year, you'll be 10 times, 10 times, 10 times better, 10 times better than where you are right now in the name of Jesus. Bro, Tony was sharing his testimony how that I was just saying international open doors, international open doors, and he held on to that, and that has become a reality. Testimony was shared, I think, last two weeks or something. You hold on to the word spoken over you. Do you know sometimes? Do you know sometimes? You can bear me witness. Sometimes, even the words I preach, sometimes when I'm going to work on Monday morning, I listen to it and say amen to sometimes. Yeah. Because you understand. That's why a pastor, a pastor can go and commit adultery. Can go and sleep with a woman. And then the next day, he's on the pulpit and the anointing is moving. Because it's not him moving it. It's the Holy Ghost moving it. Romans 11, 29 says the gifts and the callings of God, how we, they are irrevocable. They are, we, without repentance, you need to understand that. So when words are spoken, they are not empty words. I'm praying for you that before the end of this year, you will see the mighty hand of God revealed in your life in the name of Jesus. I said, who you are today is the least you will ever be. In the name of Jesus, a little one will become a thousand. A small one will be a strong nation. In the name of Jesus, as I declare in the name of Jesus, enter your season of overflow. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. The lady was sharing with me, we're chatting. I think we're chatting, I think it was last week or so. He was sharing with me, a pastor, God did a miracle in his life. I said, I, I, I can't just take the glory. I credit this to, to, the, to the church of God. About what's just being released and said, international open doors. Am I correct? And he got that. International open doors. He was just sharing that with me last week. And last Sunday again, I was moved by God. And I said, international open doors. I pray again in the name of God. International open doors in the name of Jesus. There are people here, before the end of this year, you will receive international recognition. Recognition, I hear that in my spirit. The Lord will make a way for you where there seems to be no way. The Lord will cause room to be open to you right now. In the name of Jesus, there will be a release of grace. An unusual grace is coming upon you. The Bible says the hand of God came upon Elijah and he had run the chariot of Ahab into Jezreel. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus in this season, speed is coming to your feet in the name of Jesus. Those who have gone ahead of you, the grace of God, the hand of God is resting upon you. Is resting upon you afresh in the name of Jesus. Can you shout the loudest amen if you can this morning? There are people here who will make their first million this month, this month. This month, this month, this month, God will open you up to a new level altogether. You will say, wow, is this me? Is this me? You'll be, um, God will use you to amaze you. Hey! I said, God will use you to amaze you. When the Lord turned again, the community of Zion were like them that dreamed. You'll be amazed. I said, wow. Wow! See what the Lord has done will be your new song. Stand to your feet, everybody. We're going to pray in the name of Jesus. We're going to pray right now. And I want to list some two prayer points. I want to list some two prayer points this morning. We're going to pray this morning. Psalm 44, verse 3. Just play for me. See what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. Yeah. Psalm 44, verse 3. Yeah, let just hold on. Just play. Just play. It says, verse 3. It was not by their sword that they won the land. 
nor did their harm bring them victory. It was your right hand, your harm, and the lights of your face. It says, for they did not gain, I love this, for they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did their own arm save them, but it was your right hand, your harm, and the light of your countenance because you favored them. It was your, your harm. <laughs> your right hand. The lights. You are going to be doing the same thing. But different results. Multiplied results. Multiplied grace. Same business. Same business. Same business. Multiplied results. Same business. Same career. Multiplied grace. Same. Say in the name of Jesus. I decree in the name of Jesus. I possess in the name of Jesus. My leg, go ahead and pray right now. Go ahead and pray right now. Yes, Lord, I gain possession by favor. I gain possession by favor. In the name of Jesus. Are you praying this morning? By favor, I gain possession. Jesus in Jesus name we are praying and lastly this morning Psalm 71 verse 7 Psalm 71 verse 7 it says I have become a wonder unto many <laughs> I have become a wonder unto many. I have become a wonder to many. But you are my strong refuge. People, will, they will marvel. The God will make you a wonder. They will say, wow. 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 You're going to say, Father, say, Father. In the name of Jesus. In this month. In this season. I become a wonder. To my world, turn into prayer right now in the name of Jesus. Turn into prayer right now in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray right now. I become a wonder. That man will not be able to understand and comprehend. Yes, Lord, I will be like a wind. My Lord shall have a higher. I cannot be restricted. I cannot be contained. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, I'm as a wonder to many in the name of Jesus. 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 Yes, Lord. Lift your two hands to Him and say, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I receive my. Breakthrough. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Shewu Oshimesa podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Shewu on Instagram at Shewu Oshimesa or at Gracemade NG.